Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Uh. It's a me, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's Justin Brown. I don't know what the fuck that was. You know what it is. It's media popcorn, baby. We're doing Super Mario Brothers movie. But the, you telling me Charlie Day and Chris Pratt could do those Italian accents, but I can't. Did it say blasphemy? Brandon, you were just significantly worse at doing. No, I wasn't. If I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on. you if are. You put me in a phone booth. I would uh, not a phone booth, but you put me in a <laughs> recording booth. Imagine <laughs> why, I'm just why, a phone booth. Why are you in this phone booth, I'm in a Brandon? Phone booth just doing dial up in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I mean, that'd be on par with what you see out here in L.A. There's some crazy shit you see. Well, listen, AI is taking over. I, you know, you, you're never gonna see any fucking um, a voiceover actors making money anymore. But true. that's just beyond the point. True, true. Everything's uh, gonna be Morgan Freeman or Chris Pratt because apparently, you know, between this and he's also being Garfield. Uh, you, you got the Lego Movie stuff. He's he's doing a bunch of stuff with the voice, which is wild because he has a pretty generic white guy voice. Yeah, there's never been anything mm-hmm. like extra about his voice. Like I think he's a decent comedy actor but i've never like that his voice been like that's distinctively chris pratt charlie day was more recognizable to me but even then i thought both luigi and mario like kind of fell flat for me um compared to like a seth rogan which is perfectly cast as donkey kong or even jack black as bowser which didn't really make sense until bowser started singing and that's what i was like yeah. oh that's why they put jack black because <laughs> yep. like, yep. i'm like why is jack black's voice different like he doesn't even sound like jack black and then when he sang that peaches song i was like you know what if this gets me Jack Black at the Oscars singing Peaches, I'm all for it. That would be fucking amazing. Because have you only, only if he's actually wearing a Bowser outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen um have you like listened to Tenacious D at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like for me, was like, it fuck me slowly? Yeah, like so for me <laughs> as a Jack Black, like, you know, music fan, I was kinda like if you're an adult and you're aware of his music, you know that he was like he meant this sexually. This isn't like a kid's friendly peaches peaches. He's like yep. he's he's like for all the adults, y'all know I'm talking about the pussy. <laughs> peaches and cream. And then you'd be I in the chat. You know that I'm a fiend. <laughs> I mean, it'd be amazing if he did a remix with one twelve. That would be fucking wild. They could make that happen, actually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they ain't doing nothing. No, I mean, not. Slim had that "I'm So Fly" song for, for a second, <laughs> but but and, and no. then they're like fucking looking like a muppet. I'm so fly. Yeah, once once Diddy got his hands in one twelve, they were done for. Yep. Yep. He's like, he like, you got that little Diddy beat. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to the bank. Y'all going to the pole house. <laughs> Just do that diddy bop. But uh, you be in the chat asked, did we see the video of Jack uh, Black actually dressed as Bowser singing the song? Yep. I've seen that video. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, capitalize it. I mean, because, you know, I'm sure he gets a little bit of something because that song now is released on, like, all the, the platforms and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's some stuff in this movie I really liked, and there's a lot of stuff I did not like. Uh, okay. How'd you feel, Justin, when you saw it? I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most. So I okay. actually watched this with Jackson. Okay, that that's what I was wondering. If you saw one of your kids, I wonder if that's a different experience than me going as a grown adult 
by myself. So, well, not by so myself. So let me just say, let me just throw this out. So first of all, obviously, Jackson's four years old. Yeah. And I would say this has to be uh, geared towards kids who are older than like a four-year-old, like maybe maybe probably like seven-ish. Mm. So I think, I, you know, this was a little too quick, uh, early for him yeah. because there were some points he was just like too scary. Oh. Because it is, especially at the beginning when Bowser's ship is coming, well, his yeah. fucking land or whatever yeah. it, it is coming in and all that business. And then, like, and the even Luigi, with the, like, getting chased by, like, the... In the haunted house. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the haunted house. Um, like, Good you call know, out to that Luigi's whole, mansion. I like that. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, you know, like, you know, Jack's like, no, too scary, too scary. Uh, so, like, I think they needed if they want because this is obviously marketed towards like hey you can bring kids to this because you're gonna have some adult themes and things like that that they're not gonna quite get um i think th they needed to tone down tone it down a little bit but then again mm -hmm. i also think because of the animation that they do these days it does come off as a little bit uh more real and and it can be uh, you know scary for kids yeah it's interesting because it's rated pg and it's like it's interesting because it kind of felt like it wanted to have its cake and eat it too, with regards mm -hmm. to its its general audience appeal, because there wasn't enough for like an adult to kind of really enjoy it the way you would like normally like a Pixar movie or something like that. Where, you know, I thought I thought the beginning the commercial the commercial was funny, right? What they yeah. were doing the mar <laughs> they were doing the fixing, and then the like you know the the creepy star in the prison that was like mm -hmm. happily talking about depression shit, like you know. Life is just infinite sadness and stuff like that. And then, like, the little bird dude's like, will you stop talking, please, Lord? <laughs> um, stuff like that. And then the Peaches song, of course. But for a lot of it, it was, like, really, really childish. So that's why I was curious to hear how Jackson felt about it. But then, yeah, to Yuvia's point in the chat, like, expecting a Wreck-It Ralph kind of level. I thought that that would have been a good fit. Um, but yeah. it's a little bit too childish and nonsensical for that. But at the same time, Mario Mario games never gave you too many layers to these characters. There was never really yeah. an in-depth story. It was like, oh yeah, Bowser came at Peach, and then like Mario's got saved. Mario's always got saved somebody. That's yeah. It. But you know what? I you know, and, and to the point with the Wreck It Ralph thing, Jackson loved Wreck It Ralph. That movie's awesome. Yeah, and he and he was watching Wreck It Ralph when he was like two years old. Mm. So it's, it's just like you know this, and compared to Wreck It Ralph, it's like you know Wreck It Ralph was like his, his jam, but like. You know, I'm. I was actually surprised that he that he found this uh, film too scary at points. Mm. But then I, again, I you know, it is more though. fighting and things like that than you, than what you got in Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph was far more cartoonish than this. Well, how how to also remember Bowser's surrounded like usually in flame because you know he's got that fire castle and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how Jackson reacts to fire, but I remember like um, like I'm thinking about like a uh, scar. Right, like in Lion King, yeah. his scenes used to freak me out because he was always like, like surrounded by green flame or red flame and stuff like that. And, like I remember yeah. being really creeped out by that. So maybe there's a thing with like, I mean, black folks, you know, we don't do well around fire because of our history. You know. Well, also on top of like, but but Jackson when uh, when like Bowser was breathing fire and things mm -hmm. like that, oh, he, he was, was uh, he was he was like a dragon. He's a dragon. Ah. So like it wasn't that. I think it was just like you know there were some scenes. Well, with the fire. But like you know, mm. also Luigi like running through and being chased around and yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I I think he's at the age where he's starting now to pick up on like the danger aspect mm. of you know some of these things. Danger. Um, Get on the flow. <laughs> there were turtles right here. Sing it. 
there were times in the movie where I was like, I wonder how much the, the writer and or director got held back from the kind of comedy they really wanted to do. Because when they mess up that sink in like the, and that's one thing that Tati really liked, especially about like the way they shape New York, you know, Brooklyn, because all those mm. fucking Italian Brooklyn accents, it reminded me of Green Book. I was like, Jesus Christ. And Sebastian Maloscalco is one of the, the voices. But um, when they showed that new development in the middle of the neighborhood that, like, looked completely different than the rest of the aesthetic, Tatiana mm-hmm. was like, I like that. Like, because they're talking about gentrification. They're talking about how it's changing the makeup of yep. the, the neighborhood. But then when they fucked up the sink and then that dog was staring, <laughs> that dog was coming at Luigi <laughs> with a deadpan and then the water's helping him get over, I was like, all right, that's funny. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, but that was funny. <laughs> the dog was, got killed. There's no way they would have caught that dog. Well, I mean, he was alive at the end. He was the one, like, dude, like the, the, what's the dude from Rudy who did the slow clap? The black dude? Uh, Oh, uh, Charles Dutton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it felt like that. The dog did that at the end when they jack up Brooklyn, because that's essentially what happens. (laughs) So the plot doesn't really matter. That's the thing is, if you embrace a plot that doesn't really matter with this movie, and that's just a fun cartoon, I think, like, it's, it's easier to go on having more like of a good time for me. I don't know what my expectations were and I got to see it for free because universal booked like all the screenings at like 6 PM on opening day for like all Mm. employees to go see with their family and stuff. And it was fine, but it was just like, I don't know. It just felt like something was missing. And even when they like did the homages to all the games, like when he's running through with Luigi through the world, when they're trying to go say peach, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause this is like the game. This is like the yeah. Mario Odyssey game on the Switch. Like, this is actually really cool. And then even when, like, you know, he's fighting Donkey Kong, it's got kind of a Donkey Kong and Smash Brothers yeah. element and stuff like that. I'm like, this is cool, but at the Threw same time. Threw some barrels at him. Yeah, but at the same time, did it just feel like, oh, y'all are just seeing what scenes people, like, really respond to to figure out what's the spinoff we do? Do we do a Mario Kart movie? Do we do a Super Smash Brothers? Do we do a Donkey Kong movie? It all just felt like similar to how the Marvel movies have been feeling lately, which is like we're setting up a bunch of other stuff versus actually caring about the story at hand. Yeah. Um, actually, you have put a, a great point in the chat. It's like, it's forced IP. Uh, so it's like, is again, Wreck-It Ralph, but Wreck-It Ralph did it better in, their, in the IP of their movie. And like, it's like Sonic 1, like the first Sonic. And like, yeah, I think that's, that's the best way to put it. It's like, they were really just like, hey, we got this Mario world. We're just going to force every fucking thing, any reference to Mario in there that we possibly yeah. can. And we're going to see what happens. Even though I think um, they're definitely, obviously a uh, spoiler alert, Yoshi's the uh, uh, post credit right? scene. Yeah. yeah. The post credit scene. And then, you know, so I think they're going into, because also you got that fucking rocket thing. That was it. What do they call it? Something bill. I forgot what the fucking the thing is called. The, the fucking big fucking bullet. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bomb thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that actually, in a so it that kind of... fucked ex- me up in the game, by the way. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that thing um, basically went out into, like, let's, let's call it, like, the multiverse thing. Okay. And exploded the thread between all of these different worlds. Yes. So now, now you have Brooklyn, these worlds... Brooklyn, go into the different worlds and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so now the worlds are are colliding and everything. And, you know, that being said, you know, they still haven't explored Yoshi's world and and things like that. So, like, I think there's going to be a lot of crossover. So that's where the next movies go. I'm sure. I'm sure. I I think, well, a few things. One is, uh, in regards to the Sonic 1 comparison, I was actually talking to one of the Universal writers the other day about it. 
And they mentioned that it is different from Sonic because Sonic just had one character. They didn't start expanding until the second one with Tails and Knuckles. It's yeah. like they just had the one character to center around, whereas Mario, there's so much IP you can stuff in. Um, and I think it's almost too much in a way, but because I like that they made Peach like actually like uh, have initiative and she wasn't just a damsel in distress. But at yeah. the same time, the voice acted by Anya Taylor-Johnson was very generic. And then, you know, she's in a rush to try to save the mushroom people. And then she's watching Mario for a whole day trying to get through this course. I was like, well, no, she was going to leave the next day anyways. But you got better things to strategize than just watching this nigga pound himself with the gold coins and stuff and get himself like his nuts squashed because he's jumping all weird. Yes, he was pounding himself. I did love that Mario was smaller than like everybody. I love that, like, how, like, they had, like, the short jokes and, like, how, like, you know, short people aren't taken seriously. I was like, I, I identify with you, Mario. I got you. <laughs> well, I mean, but also at the same time, you know, he had to eat that fucking uh, mushroom to get big. So yeah. it, it is part of the character. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I thought and that he doesn't some like parts... mushrooms. They established that with the Italian dinner, family yeah. dinner and stuff like that. That was funny. That was He's just force-feeding himself a big-ass mushroom every day. I did ask my Italian friends uh, to tell me if they find the the accents and the dialogue offensive though, because mm. they say mama Mia almost as much as black people say nigga. It was, it was pretty wild. I was like, I don't mm. know if this is the right context that they should be saying mama Mia constantly. Mm-hmm. Mama Mia. <laughs> like all the time they kept saying it. <laughs> but you know what? At the same time, th- th- you know, we're unfortunately, <laughs> you know, so th- there's Italians and there's Italian American, mm. right? Italian American. It- it's, it's kind of uh, just a flowing stereotype mm. at, at, at this point because, you know, and, and due to movies like Goodfellas and, mm. and things like that, you know, it's kind of been created, you know, by media that like, hey, Italians are like this. Yeah. And it's like, so, so I mean, it is a thing. And it's like, and I'm saying, I'm not saying that like it's, it's, it's a good thing or it's just, but it, it's just like, I also feel like a lot of, uh, you know, Italian people, they kind of, they, it's like a badge of honor to be this weird kind of Italian. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe it's also like a New York, Long Island kind of Italian thing. Cause that is a different kind of Italian, you know, like the Italian, New York, Staten Island, like Jersey shore. Mm. Like that's kind of a weird, that's like, like, Hey, this caricature of Italian people. Yeah. And like, that's their whole thing. So it's kind of weird. I kind of wish that uh, they'd gone with, like, the boldest casting choice for the voice acting, which would be Jared Leto as both Mario and Luigi. Because I don't know if either one of... I don't know if he would have done it. I don't know if either one of y'all seen House of Gucci, but his accent as Paolo is one of the... Like, it would have been so funny as an adult. It would have been incredibly offensive, probably. But for me, it was hilarious. But I mean, I I do think the fact is that they use the accents in the, in you know in that commercial, but then they didn't use the accent. It, it wasn't their real accent. It was like you think the thing was you think the accents were too much, and that random guys was like, no, oh, it's was the perfect, yeah. you know that like I found that funny. I thought that was a, a fun a uh, way to actually get around that to without it. having the yeah the characters talking like that that the entire film. Yeah, it was interesting that they like um, they addressed the voice acting because I realized I was like, oh, Chris Pratt kind of sounds like Chris Pratt. He's not really sounding like Mario or anything. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think for me, like uh, the voice acting was probably the biggest letdown, um, just because no one 
no one really stood out to me except for when Jab Black did the the Bowser song. Even Seth Rogen as mm. Donkey Kong, like I was like, this is perfect casting, but at the same time, he's not doing anything different. He's just being Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which is having a good time, yeah. pounding the shit out of people. Um, and then a, a lot of <laughs> that sounded bad. That sounded bad. I mean, he was doing <laughs> the chest bumps and stuff like that. That was that was crazy. Um, because also, let's be honest, the Donkey Kong world that they went into that could have gotten dicey real quick. Yeah. In regards to like any kind of offensiveness, like that's where they could have gotten in trouble. But yeah. They towed the line a little bit. I, I was, like, a bit annoyed by how much they shoehorn stuff in, like the Mario Kart stuff. And I'm like, again, I'm like, this is to sell toys. This is to sell, this is to sell well, games yeah. and shit. I mean, that, that's but that's the reason that you make a, a, a film like this, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, UBS Research, she, she you know, she mentions that this had a budget of $100 million. But just at the time of this recording, which is a week after this movie's come out, this movie's already grossed $375.6 million. It broke numerous records in its box office debut over the long Easter weekend. The picture scored the high, o- uh, highest opening of all time for an animated film. Yeah. This movie made I mean, game uh, busters. It's going to continue to do so. I mean, but, you know, you also got to look at the fact is that Nintendo Switch, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Ma- Mario is basically the only thing that people are playing on there for the most part, right? Well, Mario Then you also have yeah, the fact yeah. is that uh i mean you the nintendo is the first nintendo was actually in this in this True. film yes yeah that was fun that was fun you know what i'm saying then uh the fact that mario the mario property has been around since what 1988 or something yeah, like yeah. that it's been a while so, so like it's been a while it is, th- this has been this is being um uh sold to us to our age group yep. and and anyone closely in the in the adjacent maybe like you know you know, four to five years, mm-hmm. and then they're getting all of our kids. Yes. Right? So we want to see it. Our kids want to see it. Of course this was going to make um, uh, money. I think, like, in actuality, as much as it was like, th- like, yeah, this, this, is a, this is a fucking money grab, beyond a money grab. But I think they did it well enough where this is a money grab, and this will continue to oh, be a money gonna, grab down the down the road. This is going to be huge. I mean, this is going to change a lot in regards to video game adaptations. There's no way that the folks over at Disney aren't, like, in a room right now figuring out a Kingdom Hearts film, if they yeah. haven't already. There's no way yep. they're not. because Zelda's coming, baby. I mean, for yeah, for Nintendo, yeah, definitely. There's going to be a Zelda movie. There's probably going to be a Mega Man movie. There's probably going to be a Donkey Kong movie. All the shit, yeah. And then... Uh, Jack Black already said that he wants to bring on Pedro Pascal as Wario, which I think would be a inspired choice. See, and, and that's the thing. I think that you're not going to, if they're smart, they're not going to give us Wario for the third one. Mm. The next one's going to be centered around um, Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi and Yoshi's Island and all that and, and all that business, whatever's going on there. Mm. And then the third one, you're going to get uh, you're going to get Wario. Yeah, because if it's just like Wario was the only other big villain for Mario besides Bowser, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Well, I, so obviously, yeah. Bowser's being kept in a fucking in a dish, right? <laughs> yeah. All he has to do is bump well, no, himself in into now. the. He was like in a birdcage or something at the end. Yeah, but but all he has to do, but he's still uh, tiny. Yeah, all he has to do is get big, and he's out. Yeah, and, and he's out. So if that's the case, he's gonna get out pretty soon. Yeah. All somebody has to do is slap him, and and and, and he's and he, and he's re- he's gonna wreck shop because also like. 
you know, Mario and Luigi need the stars to beat that guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, I think Bowser, you know, escapes and then he maybe he escapes to Yoshi's Island and that's where he starts trying to take over yada yada yada. And then you go to and then you know got they those defeat. eggs that have all the superpowers and stuff. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then you the third one, you know, so they defeat Bowser, Bowser's gone. Now they finally uh, got over that and then you bring in Wario. Alternate universe. Yeah. And and here comes uh evil Mario and, and yada yada yada. Like it just makes sense. Who, who's the Luigi? Who's the, like the bad version of Luigi? Oh, I don't remember. It's Wario and Waluigi. 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 Yes, thank okay. you, Yuvia and Tatiana, who's behind me saying it at the same time. Um, so it, it, they were really smart. They would get Pedro Pascal and um, John Leguizamo. Hmm. Because John Leguizamo's been kind of unhappy about, like, I guess not. Uh, he's got a few things that he's grinding some axes about, but he, he like, is boycotting the Mario movie. And so mm-hmm. it's, like, to bring him back into full, especially since Bob Hoskins is gone. Like, that, I yeah. think that'd be, like, a even though the 90s movie bombed and we're eventually going to oh, review terrible. it, uh, I think that that would be a nice, like, olive branch, so to speak. But then yeah. also, you know, the, the man gets his money, you know, because he getting old. I want John Leguizamo to be able to retire. He's got a good body of work. I want him to chill. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. Because if anything, he's wrapping up with work. I feel like he's in every, like he's in something every other month. Yeah, he's he's been like, doing a lot of stuff. I saw him on a daily uh, show. I was like, oh, you're guest hosting? Like, what's going? Like, he doesn't stop. Even though he look, he 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 looked a little, he he didn't look rough. He looked a little angry, and maybe it's oh, because yeah. this movie was coming out. But it was just like there was there there was kind of fire in his eyes. <laughs> well, he was talking about some stuff that's like really been bothering him, like politically, yeah. like on the Daily Show from the clips I saw. So. And, like, he gets fired up about stuff like that, especially, like, when it comes to um, the Latin community, but also representation and things like that, especially mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And given everything happening with, like, the guild negotiations and stuff, yeah, there's there's a lot for him to, to be mad about. Yeah, it's like you could see it all over his face. Yeah. yeah. So it's like his his run on The Daily Show didn't seem as fun as, as the other uh, guest hosts recently. Jesus Christ, Mike, with his fucking tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody just coming to this Justin's fucking cat, office. Son, just everyone's been popping in the right. office lately. Oh, this is what happens when Paul leaves town. I just can't <laughs> fucking get a break. Yeah, your podcast in the dark, man. You look. This is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? It's a me. Adjust you. <laughs> I mean, they did that. It's a me, and then wahoo, and all. <laughs> yeah, the- wahoo. His whole family apparently says that shit. Yeah, I did like the Easter eggs. I think there was a little bit too many Easter eggs. Like some of the Easter yeah. eggs that Yuvia found in her trivia were um, the uh, Toad at the antique store asked about an NES cartridge to which the clerk says, tells them to blow on it. Um, yeah. There's a French restaurant called Cheste Cornat, which can be translated as Duck Hunt, uh, which is another, like that was synonymous with Mario's Super Mario Bros. Because yeah. did you guys have No, the, the first NES game. Yeah, yeah it was the like, bundle. It was like the bundle, right? It was like the, 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 the gun, the game, and, and the Mario. Mario. No, and, and the system. It came with the yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how much was that back in the day? Probably like 300 bucks. And so that's like the equivalent of like 600 now, right? Something like that. It'd be like a PS5. Mm-hmm. Damn. And back in the day, remember, we thought that was state-of-the-art with the being able to shoot the ducks? Yeah. That shit was dope. We were like, this is amazing. And then when GTA 3 came out, we were like, oh, video game has changed. And now look at shit. <laughs> It's like yep. we're playing a movie. 
It's crazy. What are the, what's going to happen by the time Jackson gets older? What, they're going to be in the game. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing is like I don't like like VR is crazy. Yeah. And you know, I have an Oculus and like and it's really dope, but like I don't know if it's like I think it's the graphics in the Oculus and or the Meta Quest. This is the worst fucking thing that ever happened to it. Um I feel like that has to jump up in, uh to like even like um it, even like the graphics that we were seeing seeing like maybe like like five to five, five to ten years ago mm. for it to really be something where people are just like oh no this is this is really really cool got it. you know i mean and, and it's it's and it's getting better every fucking day but like right now it's still i still find it's kind of in its infancy mm. okay have you ever uh, played the use the Oculus? You don't have one, right? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I like to stay in. It's already tough enough being in this reality, so to go in a different virtual reality, that's just not uh, something that I'm excited about. Actually, in actual, so like the the VR, I actually use it more to fucking work out than I do uh, to pl- actually play games. Oh yeah, like like the like the boxing things and the gym stuff like that is oh. actually really cool. You have to get a real good workout with that. I wouldn't mind doing the boxing stuff. I used to like the I lose I used to love Nintendo Wii because I would play tennis and boxing all the time. Yeah, the boxing the, the boxing game, the rise of Creed is fucking nuts. Am I fighting oh, Michael yeah, B. You, Jordan? Yeah, you can fight Michael oh, B. Jordan. Hell yeah, you can I fight that. So I can beat you the can shit fight out of fucking um like uh Rocky, fucking Apollo Creed, oh, no. Clubber Lang, all those guys. It's actually really dope. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago will fuck you up though. Oh no. I feel like one punch yeah, his, from Ivan is like I'm I'm down for the count. Literally, yeah. Oh, really? He he can literally uh, lay you out. You can be beating his ass. He hits you once. He could he could put you down. So you're like physical. You're moving a lot then. No, like you're like bobbing and weaving in your room and shit like that. Oh shit! Yeah, I might do it, but I might get actually concussed from a video game. Well, no, you actually just would probably uh, bounce your head off a wall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'll, I'll be swinging so wildly, I'll like hit a. Hit a pillar or something. Yeah, I've done that. I've punched the wall by accident before. <laughs> it does not feel good. It does not feel good. No, it's just like, oh no. It's like, ah, god damn it. And then you take the helmet off, but then you got you try to take it off with the wrong hand. It's just chaos. Yeah, it is chaos. chaos. But it's great. Um, or you almost, you know, hit your children when they try to go. He's like, I have to wait till they go to bed. I have to wait to go to bed because I'm trying to hook off on this nigga. And here's Jackson running all up on me. And end up getting booger hooked. Did you know that Keegan Michael Key voiced Toad? I did not know that until I until I was looking at it. Yeah, that was weird. Like I was like, that's Keegan Michael Key. Like, yeah, I, I didn't expect that. Toad was kind of unhinged in this, by the way. Yes, he was. Yes, <laughs> he, he was, was making omelets for guards and shit. Like, and he was just like, like you're go, my go, best go, friend. Go. <laughs> like. This dude is not. I don't know if you want this guy in your in your uh, right pocket. No, I mean, um, as your right hand man. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. I always felt like there was like one night when Mario will close his eyes and Toads can slit his throat. Like there was just there was something unsettling about this iteration of Toad. Okay, fair I didn't enough. Like it. I didn't like but it. But you, you know what? He's like, I'll take you to the dark lands. I'm like Toad's going to be a double double agent. You know, I thought about that too, because you know. He was getting all of this uh, intel. They were getting all this intel on like Mario getting trained and such and such and such. I'm just like, how do they know this? I'm just like, ah, don't tell me it's gonna be Toad. Yeah, 
But uh, that, did you find the scene between Bowser and Luigi to be a slightly homoerotic? When he's touching Luigi's mustache and like twirling it in his nail and stuff, he said, "Tell me about your, the other human that is courting my princess." I was like, "I don't like this scene." Then he plucked the hair, and I was just like, "There's something sexual behind this. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it." Well, at least he's plucking the hair on his face. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Um, yeah, because uh, we never really understand why Bowser's obsessed with Peach. He's just in love with her. But why? She's, a, he, he, she's, he's, she's the only attractive person in this whole entire land. That's not this a is... fucking. That's not a turtle or a, or a fucking or a uh, muppet. Yeah, yeah. A Koopa or whatever. Yeah, or with a the fucking creepy... mushroom or a fucking penguin. Yeah. All that. Because he can't get his rocks off with that creepy dude with the glasses and the and the, the cane, the magical cane. He's like, ah, yeah. well, actually, actually, you think about it, that motherfucker knows fucking magic, so he could fucking jack him off from across the room. <laughs> put a little, <laughs> put a little ring around. <laughs> you know, to touch him. <laughs> you nasty. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would have liked the to look, see. You know what? The look on Uvia's face was all I yeah. needed. <laughs> Yo, when Mario though was getting fucked up by Donkey Kong, that was funny. Yeah, it he was. was getting the shit beat up by that dude. But then but, you, he turned into the cat thing. Like that was like it was cool the yeah. way they used some of this stuff. Oh yeah, like the the you know. Uh, not the one-ups, but like the coin, the coin boxes that like can level up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Super Mar- Nintendo, the World, they have that shit. Like where you hit it and like you can get coins, especially if you have like this wristband where you can collect the coins and stuff. But mm-hmm. you just have to wait to get. Like when I went there, it was friends and family of the, the Universal, so it was a little bit more controlled. I imagine now there's probably fights all the time. What fam- does does like an actual coin come out? No, no, but like it like lights up and stuff like that, and like a, a lot of stuff is interactive. So it's like gotcha. screens moving and shit like that. It's it is pretty cool. It's just like I would lose my mind if I were a parent. Oh, bro, yeah. it, it, it's funny because like you know the auto shows in New York uh, for the last week, and like last year I took Jackson, mm-hmm. and uh, this year I didn't. My friends was like, "Oh, you didn't take Jackson?" I was just like, "Bro." No, it's it's way too much. Yeah, it's way too much. And I can imagine being somewhere where he's truly, truly interested mm. and all about it. And you know, it's like, <laughs> and I can't imagine like with two of them, just she. <laughs> I mean, but that's what you go for, right? You go for to see their like eyes light up and be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing," you know. But yeah, I know. For you as an adult, you just of my existence. Yeah, <laughs> you use an adult like you're just like. I'm dealing with the stress of dealing with all these other stupid parents and their families. But then also I'm just seeing my bank account just dwindle mm-hmm. <laughs> and money as the kids like, I want that. I want that. <laughs> you know? Yep. Man, listen, I'm just trying to buy like, you know, so I bought Jackson uh, like, you know, like a T-ball set, mm-hmm. but I bought him one. Uh, I So it's like a convertible one. Like it has like a little, like kind of like fucking hook on it. Where, like, the ball My 23andMe DNA it, journey started with you know, me wanting around and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I need him to get him in the interactive stuff, the sports stuff. So that's the stuff. So he's not going to be interested in all this other bullshit that's going to take all my money away. Because sports <laughs> is enough. Yeah. Like, doing all that stuff is like, it's crazy expensive. Yeah. That's one thing I, I like. I don't think I ever gave my mom enough credit for is like all the extracurriculars that she invested in for me, you know, like between. Taekwondo, like you said, T-ball. Uh, what happened, Justin? Did Jackson, did Jackson do something? 
What happened? Why you? What happened? What? Jackson just walked in here, and he said, "Daddy." And he had his potty in his hand, and it was packed full of shit. <laughs> and he showed me that he, that he put cock out. His pants are on, so he has to, his ass is probably chock full of shit right now. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did not wipe himself thoroughly. So those underwear, they're trash. <laughs> but, but he just had a bowl full of shit in his hands. I'm just like, Dump that in the toilet, Brandon. Brandon Jackson. Jesus I'm Brandon. I don't, I don't know how to dump my shit, Justin. Your son doesn't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> so, Holy shit. So we got to wrap this up. Then, so you can oh, my God. His shit emergency. Oh, God. But before we get to our raise, Justin, we did get a few Patriot thoughts for this bonus episode. Uh and folks, remember, if you sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash mediapocrit, you're guaranteed to have your thoughts and reviews read on the show. <laughs> just, he heard Mario on Mushrooms and was just like, oh, I got to do what I got to do. Hey. So he's just walking around a dark house with a bowl full of shit? No, it's light in there. Oh, okay. Because I'm looking at your background. Like, folks, if, also go to youtube.com slash mediapocrit and subscribe to our mm-hmm. YouTube page so you get to see the videos. Uh, yeah, because you're surrounded in darkness, so I figured the whole house is dark. So I mean, no, the kids just run around in the darkness with a bowl of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, maybe and I we should keep this, yo, maybe we should and, keep this and on Patreon. I don't want you, you to get in trouble. Listen, and that wasn't the small shit. That was a big shit in there. That's a man-sized shit. He's walking around. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so uh, first... Jackson's page- shit's like a fucking greyhound. <laughs> first Patriot thought is from Great Jay Danger, Brooks. Rather. My kid loved it. It was surprisingly good. Basically, I didn't think they did. I think they didn't fuck it up, which is rare with game to film. They'll probably do at least two sequels and a prequel if it does well enough. And then I responded to Jay Brooks with the Hollywood Reporter saying that this is going to be the biggest animated opening ever. He was like, oh, well, he's like, uh, he, he then wrote back, okay, three sequels and three prequels. Mm-hmm. I think three sequels and three spinoffs. I think that that's what that's going to happen. It's, yeah, and, I, don't, I don't think they could do the, the prequels. Yeah, I can tell you for a fact, Universal's definitely like, how many of these things can we get into production like ASAP Rocky? Yeah. Uh, and then Sean T. Rowe, I took my kid to see this movie, and I enjoyed it way more than I expected. I really appreciate how they didn't hold anything back. They put everything in it like they didn't expect to get a sequel, which made it great. In a way, that's kind of right. It yeah. almost did. Like, I don't know. If, like, I definitely don't think Universal expected it to be this big, but it definitely, like, uh, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. It's like, hey, we never get another one. Let's just put as much as we can into it. Yep. Because even with so, Yoshi, it, they did the show the Yoshi like, world briefly. You know what I mean? It's not like there was no yeah, hint to Yoshi. Before. So, but but that's the thing. It's like I think the good thing about it is, you know, going as hard as they did uh, with this film, it really like even if you didn't like the if the story didn't hit you, like it was at least going to be enjoyable enough where you're just like that was fun. Because because yeah. it gave you it, it hits in nostalgia, it, it gives you all the fucking shit for the kids, mm-hmm. and it's gonna give you just something brand new and fresh out of a franchise that's been around for forty uh, forty years almost. Yeah. Fresh shit, just like just uh, Jackson has in his bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yep, carrying it around and in the dark room. Short. You know, you hopefully you didn't in... trip, and it's now all on my rug. Oh Jesus Christ. Yubi did uh, post, uh, you know, it is short, and it is 92 minutes. It's very short. Yeah. It's quick. 
It goes by fast. So it's rather painless, I will say. Which, which again, it also speaks to the attention span of children and things like that. So I think, you know, in that case, it was actually uh, well done. Yeah, and it also, like, allows for more repeat viewings. Because remember, like, when you got something like John Wick 4, you got a three-hour movie that's also, I mean, that's a different playing field. But you have a three-hour movie, which means there's fewer screenings you could put in a day. Whereas if this thing's an hour and a half, it's just, like, yep. clockwork all the time. Yep. Medium popcorn. Hey, hey, folks, we got one more Patriot thought about Super Mario Bros. movie from C.J. Jones, who wrote, I didn't hate it, but King Bowser stole the show for me. All right, now back to the episode. Medium popcorn. Justin, break down our rating system, baby. Stop calling me baby. So, guys, we rate movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we sat down and we watched the 2023 uh, film, the Super Mario Bros. uh, movie, starring Chris Pratt, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, and Fred Armisen. Uh, What say you, sir? Yeah, this gets gets a small. This gets a small. It was fine. You know, I definitely didn't have really, like, any real expectations, but... I do think that there could have been a little bit more sustenance to it. I think that instead of just eye candy, like I think it could have been a little bit deeper, even like the little emotional beats where like Mario talked about, like he's not a hero and no one really takes him seriously and stuff. I did like resonate with that, but it never went beyond surface level and I get it. It's a kid's movie. Right. But like, at least give me some character depth if you're not going to give us a real story because you're following the template of the video games, which never really gave us story. Right. Like I'm not expecting a, an emotional journey like I do in Zelda games. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of know what I was getting, but even then I'm surprised by how how generic everything was. It didn't really, like, give me anything different that I had never seen before in a movie. Um, and maybe I also saw it in the wrong setting. I think if I saw this in 3D IMAX, especially the Mario Kart scene, that would be pretty damn cool. Mm. But even then with the Mario Kart, I, I thought they could have done way more with that. They did the most basic level of Mario Kart and like the Space Galaxy loop thing. Like, oh, is it a Rainbow Road? Yeah, but out of all the worlds that are available in Mario Kart. Yeah, but I mean, at the same, well, that's the least, that for me, that's just like the least visually like unique one that they have to offer. So, that's just my thoughts. Justin, what about you? Actually, I'm going to give it a large. Oh. Okay. I, I, I think that they, you Parents know, are like rating this a lot higher. I think that that's interesting. I mean, it makes sense because you're seeing it with kids. So I, I think that uh, because Mario doesn't have, um, you know, any real baseline, you know, story to actually build upon. Yeah. I think get, this is, yeah, it, it's rather generic, but I think that's kind of what it needed to kind of introduce it uh, uh, to an audience and also a young audience. Mm. and even just uh, you know appease us as people who've known the mario franchise for such a long time now i think in uh the subsequent uh you know sequels uh of this they're gonna have to go a little deeper which i think that's kind of you know the idea is like let's give them something you know basic and then we're gonna build upon that uh but i think for what we got I think it, it hit all the points. It, again, it gave you the nostalgia. It gave you, you know, it gave you all the IP that you could have ever fucking wanted. 
Uh, so like, I think it did its job and more. And I think that's definitely uh, seen throughout, you know, the box office for this thing. And I think this thing's going to continue to be a monster for some time. So for me, I think it actually did its job and, and more. Cause I thought I had low, I kind of had low expectations of, mm. or for this film. And I came out and I was like, okay, like, like, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, I watched it and I, I actually watched it twice. Oh, okay. So, you know, uh, for me, and like the second time I saw it, that's when I saw some of the things that I missed. And I'm just like, actually, that's pretty cool. Got it. Got it. So maybe a second watch is needed. Yeah. It's not going to happen you anytime know, soon, but maybe, you know. Listen, I'll tell you, you know, with kids and things like that, you know, like you're always going to have to watch something twice, especially if you're going to, if you actually want to see parts of it. That's true. Because, you know, they're they're just nothing but a distraction. But, yeah, but you me, know. I saw Incredibles 2 with uh, my goddaughter, and I was just like, she's acting like she's never seen a movie before. And then Tatiana was like, she hasn't. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is like, oh, no. Because <laughs> she was like, which, she, I remember you said that. She was sitting between us. She, in the middle of the movie, for no reason, she just gets up and looks around. Yep. And we're like, what are you doing? She's like, what? <laughs> the movie is this way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like, kids don't have that yeah, uh, that level know. of attention yeah. or just the fact it's like, oh, I'm just supposed to be watching this. Yeah. You know, they watch a movie. They're just like, okay. And uh, now I throw something. Yep. <laughs> or, now I yeah. now I grab a fucking bucket and I shit in it and I bring it around the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that kids sometimes can be the funniest people to watch movies with because I remember I was watching a goofy movie for this podcast with Isela. Mm -hmm. I remember halfway through the movie, she just turned to me and was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> She's like, "I don't know what's happening." Why is that man so angry? Like Jack. Jack can be like, ooh, he's fighting. He angry. <laughs> like watching like Spider-Man and things like that. Him angry. I'm just like, Jackson. Him angry? Why is yeah. he telling that? Why is he telling that Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> <laughs> because he speaks two fucking languages. That's fair. I mean, he has a he problem conjugating. Right, he's conjugating two fucking languages. <laughs> Him down. Well, I mean, you also don't speak of complete language sentences either him downstairs exactly so it's all you too bro all right oh my god Justin, how can people follow you bro god you can find, you can follow me at j brown did it uh brandon y'all can follow me at american Collins, american Collins you can follow the show at medium p podcast and all social media platforms be sure to go over to youtube.com slash media popcorn push that subscription uh, button so you get alert about all future reviews and celebrity interviews we have on the channel. And Justin, if you want to support the show financially, what can they do, my brother? Guys, take yourself on down to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, mm -hmm. $5, $10, and $15 packages up there. Our entire backlog is on Patreon. We have a bunch of bonus shows. We have the rant, what am I watching, Tati's take, bonus episodes. There's so much on Patreon. You got to be a part of it. And again, that is patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Sign on up and Idris will shout you out. That's right. Do it, baby. Do it to you. Blue in the face. All Even right. though I feel like, what if Idris was Bowser? I mean, <laughs> that's too much because what he's done, Shere Khan, and he's done the Zootopia character, mm -hmm. yeah. Knuckles. That's right, you just said. So it would have yeah. been, it would have been a bit much. But I saw Chris Pratt's out here doing all the voices, so why not? Fuck it. Yeah, why not? They could have him as a because we never got the other Kongs. We just got Diddy Kong. 
he made a quick cameo. So there's other yeah. opportunities to do some more there. What, was it Dixie Con? Oh, Daisy Con? There's Dixie uh, Con. There's also the the grandfather one. But the grandfather the, was the one that was in the movie. No, that's a different Kong than what's in the game. Oh, that was the King. Yeah, yeah. that's a different Kong than what's in uh, the Donkey Kong spinoff game. That was actually really hard to play. With Donkey Kong Country? Was it Donkey Kong? What was the one that had all the families that you had to get like oh. a little booster thing for? Oh, I don't know. I, I The last Donkey Kong game I played was Donkey Kong Country. And that was a great game. I want to get that for uh, the Switch because they have like the remastered from like the mm-hmm. OG SE Super Nintendo. Because I never had yeah. a Super Nintendo. And I remember seeing that game and be like, that looks so cool. And it was great. It was a great game. Yeah. I died all, a bunch of times though. All right, folks, that's our obedient popcorn bonus episode in the Super Mario Bros. movie. Hope you all enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, tweet at us. Let us know what you thought of the movie, you know, because maybe, like, you know, I was off, uh, you know, because I don't have no kids. Or, or maybe my child's spirit is just gone. And Justin mm. liked it because he had kids that yeah. shit in buckets. Yep. And then show him the bucket. And carried around. <laughs> and he's got a dirty ass right now, so I got to go Jesus take care Christ. of that. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Clean your ass! Clean your ass! (laughs) Medium popcorn We are two niggas Spoiling movies Brandon Collins That's me And Justin Brown for your movie Popcorn. You haven't seen it, well we're gonna spoil it Spoil it in your face That's your warning uh. So if you get pisses or you're fun